0: hello and welcome to the hamumu halloween home horror hoedown i am your host mike Hommel.
1: and i'm your other host soli Hommel.
0: and we're going to take you through 31 scary movies through the month of october like we do every year but for the first time this year we're going to do it entirely in audio format we like to mix it up every year one thing you need to be aware of is that we will be employing a truly ghoulish number of spoilers throughout all of these reviews So if you haven't seen the movie we're reviewing, maybe don't listen to our podcast until you do. We highly recommend you check them out and watch along with us. It's going to be fun for everybody. I mean, how could it not be? So if you're ready and you've watched the movie, please step inside our lair and let's begin. Eleven Minutes is a 2016 movie, a Polish movie, not rated. We watched it on Hulu. It's 81 minutes long. The ratings it's got, uh, 5.7 on IMDb, 51 on Metacritic, 71 on Tomato Critics, which is notably better. And then, somehow way down to 35 from the Rotten Tomatoes audience. So the audience did not like it like the critics did, is what I'm seeing here.
1: Right, that's a pretty significant difference, and I'd like to come back and discuss that later. You
0: can do that. I'm available. But let me talk about what this movie's about first. In short, it covers 11 minutes of a bunch of people's lives. There are a lot of different characters, and we jump around between all of them, following them as they proceed towards the finale, which is how all their lives intersect at the end of 11 minutes.
1: Which is also Th- something we can talk about because the 11 minutes is, I learned something about that.
0: Yeah, okay, so that's good. Um, but this was your choice, so why did you pick this movie?
1: Well, so you keep a collection of scary movies, like in the, you know, my list area of all of our different streaming things. Yeah, you do. things. Um, So I was looking at the list on Hulu and this one seemed intriguing. I think because I like stories where lots of seemingly unconnected things come together and become a single connected thing, which proved to be a little disappointing with this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And also I tend to go towards the thriller side of horror as opposed to like the really horror gory side
0: oh yes this movie is a thriller they say hulu had it listed as horror and it's not
1: no it's definitely not horror it has some pieces that are trying to be horror but even that could even those pieces never really get deep into horror they really could be just thriller i'm not even convinced that this movie is a thriller i think it's a suspense
0: yeah, uh I think we talked about this before, but uh it's it's very it's just it's full of a sense of dread mm-hmm. and you wonder and wonder what you wonder what's going to happen. You're in suspense about how it's all going to end up, mm-hmm. but not for any real reason. There's not like a cat and mouse game between it detective and a killer there's just people's lives going by and you don't know you're you're what basically the question for me was why am i watching this because (laughs) that's literally the question it posed it was like these people are just doing regular stuff here's some paramedics going and rescuing Mm -hmm. somebody who's having a uh, having a baby and can't get out of her house so where does that go and the whole movie is you're wondering where that goes and then it wraps it up by this is where that goes
1: Right. And in so many cases, that's done really well. Uh, Reading the Cryptonomicon by, who is that, Neil Stevenson? Yeah. That's a great example of things that are not at all connected at the beginning, and you just keep watching them come closer and closer and closer together until suddenly all the threads come together and create this one cohesive story. I love that. so good. This did not do that.
0: No, this was all about hot dog vendors, basically.
1: (laughs) It was it it had all the individual threads and I was intrigued through most of the movie Waiting to see how they were all going to come together and you could feel them kind of getting closer as all the people got Closer and closer to this one central location But then it completely failed to have all of them be critically important to the final climax of the story
0: yeah, they just happen to be in the same place, is basically what it came down to. Right. I feel like, spoilers, we know there are spoilers, the movie ends in a big explosion that kills all of them. Basically, it feels like what what actually happened is the explosion occurs, and then we just rewind 11 minutes in the lives of all the victims to see what they were doing up to that point, which is not in any way connected to any kind of story. That's just a bunch of people's different lives.
1: right. Right. One of my favorite movies of all time is Mm -hmm. Signs Yeah, because it does, I think the premise of that movie was we've defeated the aliens, you know, we're defeating these aliens. And you go back and you have to add in, like, what are the little details that made it possible for it to happen? And what I like about that movie is that if you remove any of the little minutiae that you start out with. Like if the girl doesn't think that water that's been sitting there for two minutes has become stale and she needs something else and she, you know, like there's things. And if, if those things aren't a part of the story, the ending doesn't work. And in this case, you know, we've got all of these different characters and aside from the Polish couple that we meet at the very beginning, the angry American like casting director guy that, that they meet up with. And the guy from the the bird people who were watching porn uh-huh. in the hotel, like, <laughs> yep. aside from those people, that guy going out and doing the welding on the outside of the building, everyone else is just fodder. Like, uh, yeah. what's, what am I trying to say? What's the word? They're just... Um, Extraneous? Yeah. they They're not relevant. The only relevance they have to what happens at the end is that they die in it. They yeah. don't have any part to play in actually making it happen really
0: yeah well the hot dog cart had another propane tank on it so that was double the propane but really they could have just blown up once they didn't have to blow up twice
1: right and the emts were
0: like they crashed
1: into the bus
0: oh yeah but
1: see, even like some of the characters just happened to be on the bus like the nuns and the ufo kid and the the guy who was doing the painting. Like, they're on the bus. That's that's the extent that they are relevant also, to the end of the, the story. Also,
0: I assume, well, I don't know, but the the bird people, the girl from the bird people, was at the bus stop with the nuns. Right. I don't know if they got on the bus. I think
1: she did get on the bus. Or if
0: they just got run over. I think over. she
1: did. And the, the pyro girl with the dog, like, I don't even know what happened to her. Like, no. I, I legit don't even know. Like, I lost <laughs> track of her. And... She disappeared.
0: Well, at the end, I saw a dog running across the street. So I don't know if that was, if she was chasing after it because there were a bunch of people running or if that was like the, don't worry, the dog survives message of the movie. That's Which is always important to me.
1: Yeah. I don't know. There were other dogs in the movie though. So yeah, I'm like, was that were... just one of the other dogs? I don't know. Not. So we've already talked a little bit significantly about this movie, but let's go rewind ourselves uh, 11, 11 minutes. 11 minutes?
0: <laughs> uh, No. No. Not quite.
1: Whatever. Rewind ourselves to first shot, first line. <gasps>
0: what was the first shot of mm. this movie?
1: So the first shot of this movie was a close-up of a an eyeball.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, it was shot on a camera phone that was being held by the wife of the Polish couple, who was who really was the most important set of characters in this movie. Yeah. So we see her eyeball, and then we hear her say, But of course, sir for In a very, uh, in American, in American, in English, <laughs> with a thick Polish accent.
0: You know, that couple and the director, that's the movie. Like, everybody yes. else is extraneous because there is, there is a like, a chain of events there. Like, he puts sleeping pills in their drinks so that they can... Re- so that they'll get a lot of... get good sleep, I think, to prepare her for her meeting. I don't know, but it was a bad idea.
1: Well, I know he said that he was doing it because he hadn't gotten sleep the night before because he had been in jail. That's
0: because right. Because he had
1: gotten into a fight.
0: A, oh, that was with somebody else completely different. Yes. It was just character building
1: yes that he is a jealous kind of jerk yeah so so it was not out of character for him to be stalking up and down the hotel yeah. hallway trying to get into the room where his wife new yeah. wife was so
0: so we have the sleeping pills the uh meeting with the movie producer the jealous husband the um well that's kind of it because then the jealous husband breaks through the door and sees the movie producer holding the girl which he's doing because of the sleeping pills she right has fallen unconscious. And and freaks out and knocks them off the balcony. Right. And that's kind of it.
1: Which is interesting because he was a sleazy movie director who was was. trying to get with this guy's wife, but the moment that the guy walks in on (laughs) was not actually anything inappropriate. He was trying to help this woman who had collapsed, like, in an appropriate way. So, yeah, it was an interesting situation of the right reaction but for the wrong reason. <laughs> and maybe yeah, overreacting maybe a little bit because rushing at them and toppling them off of the balcony so that they yeah. all fall to their deaths is maybe not the right reaction.
0: It's not as good as it could be. <laughs> and cause an explosion.
1: Yeah. So so this first shot, though, was shot on the camera phone. And then many of the other shots of the movie were done on non-traditional tools, I guess. Like, they weren't all shot on movie cameras they yeah. were shot on the, the phone for a while we were watching the scene that the sleazy director guy was recording with a handheld camera we saw oh the security camera footage from the oh. uh, police station yeah, the police when the hot dog guy stuff. was getting his license or and or being released from prison and or doing some kind of probation check i never was clear what he was doing there he
0: yeah i don't actually know there's a lot of mystery to the backstories of these characters because every one of the main characters is involved in some kind of serious detailed situation Mm -hmm. like they're not just living normal lives as the movie starts and we don't get the info um one of the biggest for me is the ufo kid because I have to point out, very few of these characters have names at any point during the movie. So UFO Kid is being forced by someone on the other end of a phone line to rob a pawn shop. And it's it's clear that he's specifically being told to rob this specific pawn shop. Mm-hmm and it when he does he finds the guy inside is dead so that's mysterious
1: so he was being set up yeah but we don't know by whom or we why we don't know
0: anything about that situation and that was weird it was like there's a better story than i mean really the story of this kid is he goes in finds the dead guy leaves gets on the bus that's his whole story right and then the bus the movie. crashes yeah so his backstory is a lot more interesting than his current story
1: yeah i will say the hinting at their backstories was appealing to me
0: yeah
1: I like that like the short story writer in me likes that lack of detail but just enough information so that (laughs) your audience can kind of fill in the blanks and create their own backstory and that was definitely available here but I think what I like about it is that you give that and you let them create their own stories and then you reveal the real story And and the audience member either then gets to go, I knew it, or, ooh, that's not what I thought. Interesting. Yeah,
0: that's fun for me. Yeah. Trying to guess it. And here, I I could guess all I want, and I'll just never know if I'm right or not.
1: No. So instead, what we got here is hints so that we could start trying to piece together backstories, and then it just moved forward to this conclusion in which three-fourths of the characters were irrelevant,
0: yeah they just blew up separate from the characters there's this whole supernatural element to the movie Mm, which mm -hmm. may or may not really have happened but basically there's a black spot in the sky which we never get to see i have a theory about that but there's that going on and there's this guy who shows up on tvs that only I think only these characters ever see who is saying things like oh you you're gonna die these are your final moments stuff like that and then there's this really weird situation where the cokehead courier guy has to deliver a package and he goes into what appears to be the house of the guy who's appearing on the TV I guess cuz
1: oh yeah I mean I think he's, yeah. he's speaking
0: out loud in that house uh-huh. he's saying the things he's saying on TV and it super trips out the cokehead guy although maybe he's just tripped out cuz he's on drugs i don't know and that guy yeah. leaves and nothing happens no- nothing comes of it he just goes in the house freaks out and leaves
1: he has a freak out in the elevator where yes. he feels like like he sees a bug
0: yeah there's attacking that attacking
1: him but that i was like okay that bug's not really there like i was wondering like he's hallucinating and then he gets into the hallway and into the room where we don't actually see the guy but we can hear him and yeah like he the camera gets all wonky and Mm -hmm. slow-mo and the music is crazy well no the music wasn't that crazy but he was like he was like flailing around in the corner and then suddenly he's outside and he's like panting about how traumatic that was and then he goes and meets his dad who is the hot dog vendor
0: and then the thing is, okay, so he's all tripped out and having a hard time. Why doesn't he swerve and get hit by the ambulance? No, his motorcycle just won't start, which, right. which was established earlier that it has trouble starting. But it means that that whole freak out thing doesn't have any meaning. Right. And there was one other kind of magical supernatural type of scene which was this was really weird. They zoomed way in on some wa- on the wall of a building, not mm-hmm. the building that is involved at the end of the movie.
1: No, the building that the EMTs go to.
0: Yeah, they zoom way in and you see some water run backwards up into the wall. Like like it would be running out and it just plays backwards. And I don't know what that means i almost think it's trying to show you why at the end of the movie um they are able to knock the balcony thing over like all these buildings are equally weak and this look there's water in this concrete it's going to break but oh. that's not really it's so supernatural looking
1: yeah well and why is it going up
0: well, like that it's, was it's it was not. definitely it's magic
1: well i was going to say it was definitely reverse you know, yeah the camera, but it wasn't even that because no. you could tell that it was fake it was c g i it wasn't real,
0: yeah, that was c g i water
1: I did sort of like the whole um the way the fact that there was the welder guy outside the hotel he was clearly making repairs. that balcony was weakened, like, there was is... a problem with it, and right. you could see that it tore off, so maybe that was showing. Yeah. That all that concrete was...
0: But why was it a different building? Like, they could have... Uh, the whole thing, like, needed more more integration. Like, the, yeah. the EMTs could have been getting somebody from that building. Of course, then they wouldn't have had to drive past that building at any point. They would have already been there, so... Yeah. That'd be weird. I don't know. Maybe they could pull somebody out from the back door and have to drive around the building. Then they'd be all set, ready to crash. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it definitely could have been a lot tighter. So, um the pyro lady
0: mm-hmm. who
1: burned down the apartment either because she broke her boyfriend broke up with her or causing her boyfriend to break up with her is reason right she um she gets the dog she takes custody of the dog and then there is a dog camera
0: yeah that's fun
1: which was interesting there was like a how about half of her story was told from the dog's pov
0: yeah i like that
1: so I want to go back to the whole supernatural piece of the, the spot in the sky yeah. that we never saw.
0: Oh, yes, because I have a theory.
1: Okay, so, so we never see this spot. It's entirely... The only reason we know it's there is because multiple characters do sort of a, oh, what is that? And they point off screen, and we have to assume that there's something there.
0: <laughs> yeah, and what's interesting about it is that it it's not a UFO. We call him UFO yeah. kid, but clearly it wasn't a UFO he right. saw. It was just a black dot. Because if it was a UFO, these people out on the balcony wouldn't go, hey, look at that. Oh, yeah, pretty cool. Anyway, they just go back to their lives. Like, right. But even a black spot, you're not going to check that out? You're not going to be really concerned about it? It's weird.
1: Yeah, they everybody mm-hmm. seemed to notice it and then just sort of take it for granted. Like, sure, that's a thing.
0: You know what they said? What? I mean, in their heads. They said, there's a little black spot on the sun today. But it's the same old thing as yesterday. Boo! <laughs> I can't believe you booed that. <laughs> that was primo, top that was notch. Terrible. That was right off the top of my head. Terrible. That was amazing.
1: Anyway, The Black Spot is where they were trying to be horror or even thriller and failing because they never followed through on The Black Spot. Yeah. And it plays into my um my thing about the scoring, the ratings of this movie.
0: Oh, So yes. But
1: did we talk about your theory? What's uh, your theory no. about the black spot?
0: Well, my theory for... I mean it's not a very good theory. It's first of all I want to say the reason we know it's a black spot is that there was a guy who was doing an ink drawing of a bridge and he accidentally dropped a drop of ink on the sky of his picture and when the UFO kid saw it, he was like, Oh you saw it too and the guy was like, No, I just dropped a drip on my picture.
1: What was interesting is he actually said <laughs> Oh, that's not supposed to be there.
0: Oh, it right. got there by
1: accident or something that yeah. could very much be about this black spot in the sky.
0: Wait, okay. I mean, I thought that was kind of cool because I kind of got this vibe like, oh, this guy who's doing the drawing is actually God, just like God playing skee ball in New Jersey.
1: Ooh, it was I like totally that. Like that. Uh-huh. But
0: then, just as you said that, I thought, what if he was the guy on the TV, the painter, the Inker, because I feel like it was an old beardy guy, but I don't think it was him.
1: No, it wasn't a beardy guy. He had like real skinny, kind of oh. pale face. Well, that just ruins that. Yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, so my whole theory kind of revolves around that. It's just that uh, the only people who saw the black spot were the ones who were going to die in this event, which are also the only people who were being told by the mysterious voice that it knew they were going to die. So, I mean, that's really all it is. Just that these people were doomed. And the black spot was just, like, them foreseeing their doom. Nothing mm-hmm. super interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a lot of interesting premise with no payoff, which yeah. is very sad. No payoff. So here's the thing, though. What's This was a Sundance film. Artsy film. Artsy. Um,
0: there was some good artsiness.
1: There was some good artsiness. There, like, I didn't hate it. It was disappointing. But I did mm-hmm. not hate this movie. And I don't feel... Like, um, sometimes I watch artsy movies and I'm just like, no, garbage. This is all bull. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel that way about this movie. I did sort of feel it was boring in kind of a mm, lit fic, hoity-toity kind of way. Yeah. But what I always find interesting with artsy films that are not easily understood, whether they're not understood because they're, that complicated or whether they're not understood because they just don't tell the story well (laughs) the paid critics always score those Uh, movies higher than audience members so it does not at all surprise me that the critics on rotten tomatoes gave it a 70 something and the audience gave it a 30 something because i think the critics who didn't understand the movie were like (laughs) Oh my gosh, I have to talk about how amazing this movie is because I clearly missed something. And if I admit that I didn't like this movie, everyone will see that I'm naked.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that's a certain set of clothing. Yes. Um, That does remind me the dead pixel on the screen situation. Artsy. dead pixel on the screen and at the end we see the whole dead pixel Mm -hmm. and that's the black spot in the sky like i do feel like these people are thinking about something that i'm not figuring out but i also think they're not telling me this story well enough because i can't figure it out
1: right and the other side of that is that it doesn't surprise me that the audience scored it super low yeah because when it's artsy movies that require lots of thinking to (laughs) understand uh, most movie watchers who do ratings and stuff are like Well, I didn't get it. This movie is stupid. So, like, it falls into that kind of middle ground where it's going to be scored higher than it should be or lower than it should be. And nobody's really actually getting to where it should be. Yeah.
0: So we should just average.
1: Yes. (laughs) Well, which you'll see the the other ones, Metacritic and 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 IMDb. IMDB, ended up about averaging those out because i think like you get the people who really think too deeply about things and then the people who don't think deeply enough
0: i don't want to think deeply so i'm gonna say do you have a favorite line from this movie
1: i was so busy writing down all of the different um pieces that were being revealed and all the different connections so that i would be able to like put it all together at the end that i didn't really write down any good lines
0: which is a real sad story for you it's
1: really disappointing because none of the notes that i took paid off in any of the ways that i was expecting them to yeah so i don't have a good line
0: i definitely have a great line yes what is it my favorite line was (laughs) editor's note in english that means you've certainly enriched our knowledge of hot dogs That was the nuns talking to the hot dog vendor, who had explained to them about fun facts about the world's largest hot dogs. Which apparently, according to him, it was two point five meters long many years ago, and since then it's grown so much that he said the world's largest hot dog was four times the height of in the twenty-story build- building. building. Yeah, yeah. No. No. He's wrong.
1: Yeah, I don't think he was really giving them information, and. Uh, yeah, the the hot dog vendor came across as much more charismatic than the angry American director. Mm. But I think, truthfully, he's much skeezier than Ooh. the director. Because, first well, of all, right. he was making all kinds of hot dog jokes with these nuns. <laughs> yeah. And then that young girl, like... Maybe late high school, maybe college, I'm gonna hope it was yeah, college, I but I suspect not comes up and like spits in his face and you know, oh well she called him professor so maybe it was college. but something yeah. about how you know you're out already professor and spits in his face like yeah, he did something bad.
0: Yeah, he's not a good guy. which actually that was another theory of mine about the whole thing was that sinners were being killed because one thing is there are a lot of crosses in this movie now. Poland is the kind of place you would see a lot of crosses, but there's like a weird shot where just out of the blue, somebody's turning a corner and totally cutting across your vision briefly is one of those people who's dragging across down the street for i don't know that's for lent or something yeah yeah they drag a giant cross you, you could barely see him you would not even recognize it if you didn't know that's a thing but it is somebody dragging a cross and then there's crosses on graffiti there's a van with a cross on it that's driving around which i thought was the nuns but it turns out they were riding they on, were the bus. on the
1: bus yeah they should have been in their van
0: yeah it's it would perfect have been safer. for them But so I was like, oh, the sinners are being killed, but there's no reason why the Anya, the model actress girl is a sinner of any kind. I mean, she might be.
1: Except that she had only just gotten married and she did talk about how she had been very promiscuous prior to that. So,
0: of course, it kind of sounded like that's just what she knew he wanted to hear. So I don't know, but it could be true.
1: I don't know it was all it was interesting. So uh, one of the reviews I read talked about the guy who was doing the painting and how you know he's got a very small part in the whole thing even though like I kind of like your theory that he was the uh, cause of the whole thing but this review said that he was sitting there doing his painting next to the bridge and the guy you know we see this person climb over the railing of the bridge and jump into the water. Like, it looks like someone is dying by suicide off of that bridge right in front of him, and he doesn't even flinch. Like, he yeah. has zero reaction to this person jumping to his death, theoretically. Yeah. We find out that it was actually a movie being filmed, and nobody was in any danger. But he, the review suggested he had no reason to believe that or to know that in advance, and that's, like, part of his terribleness was that he you know was so wrapped up in his own thing that he wasn't paying any attention to the world around him which kind of feeds into that sinners get what's coming to them kind of thing I don't know I don't know either
0: this is totally not related to all the deep stuff but I the I noticed that the American director guy was not American I could tell like he was he was trying to do an American accent and failing and I was was I was checking it out on IMDB because I'm like, well I wonder if he was Polish too. He's not. He's, He's Irish. Irish.
1: I saw that in a review <laughs> and the review talked about it too, where they were like, This Irish guy doing a very interesting Hollywood accent. <laughs> yeah, he was
0: he was trying and it's interesting how that works because he technically really didn't do anything wrong, but there would just be little bits at the end of a word where it'd be like that's not how we talk. And mm-hmm. that's strange because our country's enormous. We talk a million different ways and yet somehow this was recognizable as no, you're doing that wrong. <laughs> it's close but
1: no cigar. Yeah, for sure. Even some of his movements, I was like, mm, nope, that's not how an American would yeah. would do that. It's
0: Which fascinating. is fascinating. Yeah,
1: that's and it's ingrained. I never if you had asked me to say whether something was something that americans would do i'd be like i don't know lots of americans do lots of things (laughs) but it's very obvious yeah when you see it i don't know why
0: that is i guess i have to rate first on this movie and i think we've really said all there is to say about why we're gonna rate it the way we're gonna rate it so uh interestingly i already came up with a number and i think that number is appropriate and it happens to be right in the middle.
1: Of of our patented...
0: Oh my gosh, yes.
1: Five points. I'm gonna
0: use the patented out of five system that we like to use so much, and I'm putting it right in the middle. 2.5 out of five. I call that the middle because sometimes we give zeros. Dead pixels.
1: 2.5 out of five dead pixels. Yeah. Okay.
0: Because it was kind of... Intriguing, but I have to warn any potential viewers, even though we've already spoiled the whole movie for you, that it's it's a letdown in yeah. the end.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm going to give it a three point five. Ooh. Which
0: Are you saying you get it more than me? That's very elitist. No, so
1: I'm a little bit afraid that my score is actually me trying to be like there's just something there that I don't understand. <laughs> like, it's deeper than I'm understanding. Like, a trying to give it credit, credit for something? I don't know. But I do feel, like, if it weren't for the the bit at the end where all the screens, you know, where we I pull like out and we see all the screens and they get smaller and smaller and divide up more and more and there's that black spot there and it's the dead pixel from the scene with uh-huh. the screens that the guy was looking at. If that piece hadn't been there, I would be like, eh, point. 5, 3, whatever, in the I middle. I did
0: like that scene.
1: But that thing at the end makes me think that even if they did a poor job of telling the story and getting it across to me, that there was some sort of something to this movie. And I feel like I need to give them credit for that.
0: Interesting.
1: I don't know why. That's so weird. But yeah, I, I am giving it a 3.5. It was interesting to watch i agree people need to know that it's going to be a letdown but i sort of feel like they should kind of watch it anyway
0: give it a try and maybe they'll figure maybe, it
1: out maybe 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 they will watch it and be like "Ugh, mike and soli are so <laughs> stupid this is a five out of five pixels. dead pixels no questions <laughs> asked because it's so amazing Wait. and i can't believe they didn't understand it
0: are you letting them use our patented out of five rating system
1: only in discussing the reviews that we have used that okay. system in.
0: So there's a, there you have a license for that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Otherwise, it's all copyrighted, you guys. Stay away from our system.
0: Yeah, I mean, why would anyone use it? It's patented out of five. It's patented. Okay, that's that movie.
1: I am looking forward to seeing more foreign films. Okay. And I'm still going to pick some thrillers, hopefully ones that are more actual horror movies. Because those are the ones I like.
0: You're welcome to see some serial killers as long as they're horrific.
1: (laughs) You know I love me some horrific serial killing.
0: All right. See you tomorrow. Bye. I can't believe you booed that. <laughs> that was pre-mode.